Welcome to Escape Your Expenses, where we help women gain independence with one-on-one coaching to become financially free. I'm your host, Rachel Koo, a financial coach and founder of Expense Concierge Solution. If you are ready to become financially free, then let's get started. Today, I would like to just have a chat with you and share with you a few client scenarios, you know, what some of my clients have been experiencing recently and how they have managed to gain some insights into their financial situation. Um, Another of my intention in sharing this is to let you know that you're not alone in your financial situation. You know, a lot of times we feel so alone and we feel that we are so, we're the only one that's experiencing our current financial situation. So I'm here to tell you that this is usually not the case. There are a lot of people that are experiencing the same thing as you do. It's just about knowing that you are not alone in this and there are actually a way out in whichever financial situation that you may be facing. So let's begin. The first scenario that I would like to share with you with one of my clients is, well, the situation for her is such that she has a sum of money, she's looking to invest, and she doesn't really know where to put her money in. So in this specific situation, so what I did was I actually discussed with her, firstly, her circle of competence, you know, what are some of the items or industries or things that she is familiar with and also to check in on what is her intention of investing, what her time frame is, what her risk level is. However, out of the four pointers that I have mentioned, I would say the most important is the part on the circle of competence. That's because, you know, once you invest your money into an investment instrument, You want to have a way of tracking it. Of course, you can track it through through looking at the prices and stuff, but would you want to be the first to know if the company shifts direction or if the investment instrument is not going the way you want? So which which brings me to, to the point of investing in your circle of competence. So imagine if you're investing in... Let's, let me quote a stock as an example. Imagine if you're investing in, in a company that um, produces daily you know, consumer products. So, and you have been using this consumer product and one day you find out that, oh my goodness, the quality has shifted and it is no longer the quality that it used to be in. So with that insight, that will prompt you to take a look at the share price and decide, determine whether it is time for you to exit the investment. Simply because the reason that you invest into the, if, assuming you know, when you first invest into the company, the, the, your intention of investing is because you believe in the quality of the product. And now that you have experienced that the shift in quality, a deterioration, that the quality of the product has, has worsened, You would then be in a good position to be the first to know it because you're using the product and then remove it and exit the investment. So that's one of the reasons why, you know, how I work with my clients is such that, you know, work on your circle of competence. And if you don't know what your circle of competence is, talk to people around you or, you know, have a chat with me. 
you know, we can work on what are some of the areas you're familiar with, what are some of the areas we can brainstorm or, or talk to someone you know to brainstorm on some of the things that you're familiar with. And you'll be surprised how many instruments or products that you're using that, that are actually listed on the stock market. So that's my first client scenario. Second scenario, second client. For this particular client, she is looking to budget in the area of her expenses. She came to me and she asked me, hey, should I be budgeting? So then my first question to her is, have you tried it before? What has it worked for you? So the main question to, for you to think about is what has worked for you and also what doesn't work for you to figure out, find balance for yourself that would allow you to make the best of your personality. So I know that there are a lot of financial gurus out there that advocate budgeting. So personally, there is no, for me, I have no preference as to whether someone budgets or not. At the end of the day, it is whether this act of budgeting, it is something that's sustainable for you and whether it's something that you can implement in your lifestyle and incorporate it as part of your lifestyle. For some people, you know, they like budgeting, they like numbers and budgeting creates a goal for them to work towards. So that's something that works very, very well for them. However, for other people who may be a little bit more big picture, who can't stand, you know, looking through their, their statements every month, who can't stand um, clocking every single dollar that they spend, then budgeting is not for you. You know, find a way, you know, have a lifestyle and put in habits and behave, financial habits and behaviors that allows you to incorporate into your lifestyle. Like for me, I take a hybrid of both. You know, I'm, I'm well, I, I can be a numbers person, but I don't want to crunch every single dollar, every single cent that I have and, you know, budget it down to the very single cent itself. No, that's not me. So I have a buffer in between anything below $50, I'm okay with it. Anything above $50, I would, I would track it in into my Excel. I put a note and I'll take note of it. Or, you know, if $200 works for you, set a limit. You know, know what your personality is like, know what works for you and go with it. At the end of the day, any financial budget or financial um, habits or behaviors that you set up for yourself, it has to be sustainable for you to be able to incorporate into your lifestyle and be able to do it in the long term. So think about this. If you start a habit that causes you a lot of worry and stress and doesn't allow you to you know, you have to consciously remind yourself to do it, to do it, to do it, then it's not something that comes naturally to you, then there's no point because I can tell you it will not be sustainable over time. Yeah. And at end of the day, some people, they actually beat themselves over it for not, you know, taking charge of their finances when in the first place, they are not doing it right, right. The first, the, the, in the first place. That's, that's what it is. So the key, key message here for this second client is to understand your own lifestyle and habits and incorporate you know, your financial habits into something that works well for you. That's right. So the third situation um, that one of my clients is facing is she currently has a student loan debt and she also has a credit card debt. And her question to me was, does she, should she clear her debt? Or does she, should she start saving for the future? So if you are in this situation, I want you to start thinking about how you have functioned before and what has motivated you to do things previously. So generally speaking, 
people work towards a goal in two main ways. One is they work, work away from something or they work towards something. Could be a financial goal. Like for example, I have clients who um, when, they, when they have a specific financial goal to work towards, like for example, saving, when they see that they have saved $1,000 or, or $10,000 in their savings account, they feel good. And that is something that motivates them. Whereas for other clients, I've seen uh, another client where she feels very good when she clear off her credit card debt card by card. And the, the, the fact that she is reducing her debt serves as a motivator for her. So then my question to you is, which one is a bigger motivator for you and then implement that? And it can also be a hybrid of both too. It is about knowing what your personality is like. There is never a one-size-fits-all financial strategy. I've never believed in that. Um, so what I advocate and how I help my client is in helping them to realize what their lifestyle, what their personality is like, and incorporating the financial habits to suit their lifestyle. So end of the day, it's about knowing yourself, having the awareness, and putting in place strategies and plans to help you to, to get to work towards your financial goals. Thank you for watching this episode and staying with me till the end. I hope you have learned something today and I hope you know the three client scenarios that I shared with you have, would inspire you and you know, to really take action and work towards your financial goal to think about what you are like, what the uniquely um, your unique personality is like and to incorporate, put in place um, strategies and habits and behaviours that will help you to reach your financial goal. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you are ready to become financially independent, please visit expenseconciergesolution.com to book a 15-minute call to learn about our coaching services. Or you can download our free guide, The 5 Critical Steps to Financial Agility. Break free from your worries, achieve security and become financially free.